Hello, and welcome to another episode of Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats, and as always, I'm joined by the complete, cautious, always clever, and never makes any mistakes cakes. That's right. Everything I do is planned perfectly. Perfect uh, planned. Never... Yes. Never makes a mistake. I never forget to hit the record button. Never. Not once in my entire career as a record button presser have I forgotten to hit record. Wonderful. Well, let's keep that 100% record going strong today. I don't think so. Oh, wait. Hang on. I didn't start recording yet. Okay, so do you want to explain to people what we're, what we're talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, well. well I thought, uh, didn't we, didn't we just take last week off or something? Well, you know, it's the new Every Other Week podcast from Throne Controllers. Some would say that somebody didn't record last week's podcast. But there was a podcast. There, it's one of the lost podcasts. We have another one. It's extremely lost. Whatever happened to the other Lost Podcast? Did we record that one and it was bad recording? Is that what it was? We have two. We have the original, very first, oh, I yeah. think, episode, episode zero. zero. And then we have another one where you say the sound is so horrific uh, that you didn't want to post it. That sounds about right. And now, like, we have, <sighs> most yeah, of now, now we have the third one, which is... Uh, lost to the ages. Yeah. Only our microphones know what happens. Wait, those, that wasn't even words. Only our microphones know what we said. Wait, is that, I don't know. Something. It was probably the most funny and informative episode ever, too. I thought it was kind of shit, actually, but. But you think that about every episode, so. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so if you were tuning in next, this week to hope to get two weeks worth of news, you can go straight to hell, cause we're not going back and doing that news again. Yeah, cause there's so much news this week. <laughs> you know it. You know it. You gotta, you gotta break out the news. So, case in the past, I guess week, maybe two weeks, uh, three. maybe three. You've been playing any video games, or you just been sobbing in the corner? Both. Is that both allowed? Both yes. are allowed. Both are allowed. Um. Yeah. So I played. Well, I mentioned this in the last episode, but I was playing White Knight, um, which was a horror survivor game. Um, Set in the 1940s noir with black and white style graphics and old school static camera controls and stuff. Um, I actually did a video which should be up today uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, But anywho, you know, it was a fine game, whatever. Didn't really care to talk more about it because I did last week and now I don't want to do it again. So uh, this week, though, I also played uh, Hot Lime Miami 2. Mm, did you figure out how we heat up the limes yet? I, I think it's a mixture of first you boil them and then you flash fry them mm. and then you put them on the grill for a bit. Does that make them hot? It does. And crispy. So in this game, do you have to do those steps to the lime? Is that what the whole game mechanic is? Yeah, kind of a mixture of that and bashing people's skulls in. So you take the, you take the lime. And you bake you it, it to the coconut, and then and then you mix it all up. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Why you're why you're smashing someone in the coconut? Yep, coconut's the key, really. Because hmm. coconut's hard if you get hit in the head with them. Just so you know. Not really? Fun. Yeah, not not oh. fun. Not fun. I'm 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 gonna only believe it if it happens. I don't anecdotal stories. You know, I'm still gonna bring a coconut around next time I see you. We'll see. Yeah, so, so Hotline Miami 2 is mm-hmm. the sequel to Hotline Miami, surprisingly. I know mm. the title The title really throws you. Did it continue the, the gripping saga, the story? Well, it's a new story, I think. It's a prequel? I, th- I don't or know. It, I'm not, I think it's supposed to happen maybe during the events of Hotline I, Miami 1. You're supposed to be like a... Are you supposed to be like a copycat or something? I don't know. Well, so here's the weird part. Like, I haven't beat it yet. Um, on episode three, I, th- I really don't know how they do the numbering. Um, it's either episode three or mission 20. I don't know. Um, but from what I've gathered is because of some of the guys you're playing with are the actual masked people. 
And they're like a gang of vigilantes? All right, well, let's back it up just a tiny bit. So in case people haven't played the original Hotline Miami, give them a little bit of rundown of <sighs> what this, what is this game? What's the game mechanic? Shoot and kill? Shoot and kill. So it's a, uh, what, uh, pixel-ish perfect game? Uh, I just want to say eight overhead, eight but, yeah. Well, it's 8-bit, too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like, but it's not really 8-bit, but, you know, it's like that old-school styling over... Cam- no, wait, above top camera. Over top camera, yes, exactly. Over top camera, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't yep. work. Over I don't know. Top. Looking yep. down on top of everyone. Oh. Uh, usually you're playing a guy that has violent tendencies, it seems, where there's a map that's, you know, usually some kind of building or room or house or something, and you have to kill everyone in that in that building, and then when they're dead, you move to the next floor of next floor, and then once they're all dead, you return to your car and drive away. Uh, hmm. The way the fighting works usually is you start the board with just your fists, and you can, like, kick a door into somebody and knock them down, and then you can, like, straddle them and strangle them or rip their head off, to, you know, depending on what mask you're wearing. Um, and then you can pick up their weapon, and you can use their weapon on other guys, and slowly you build up stuff. The one thing about it that does take strategy because it, you're a one-hit kill also, so you have to kind of plan your attacks and when you're going from room to room to not either alert other people or at least take them all out in a sequence so that they don't get you so and it's uber violent lots of blood flies everywhere heads get cut off shit like that which is why it uh, got banned in australia exactly and then of course as you're playing it you unlock masks and they're kind of like the skulls from halo where certain masks might give you powers like the ones like roll you can roll on the ground another one um gives it like the power that your punches kill but you can't pick up weapons Mm. So, like, they're good and bad. Um, All right. So, different gameplay modes, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this sequel, prequel, whatever. Oh, in the first one, the masks also talk to you like you were going crazy, and the masks were, like, communicating to you via the phone and stuff. In this one, some of the guys you play with already have all the masks, and they're just hanging out in this clubhouse. And they talk about going out and, like, doing, like, kind of kill enemy, like, evil people. So that's why I thought maybe it's a prequel, but maybe I'm just, maybe those are, uh, like you said, uh, copycat killers. I don't know. The game's a little hard to follow, because I never know which part's reality and which part is the drug-induced craziness. Uh, so the sequel, um, does it make a lot of changes to the original, or if you played the original, is it more the same? It's more the same, the original, new, like, more musics, uh, a little more complexity in some of the combat. Uh, some new weapons. I think the one interesting, the one interesting part was one of the boards. I think I was playing as a cop. Like, so you actually switch between different characters in this one, where the original one you played through is one guy. And then you, and then after you beat it that one guy, you play like a few boards as another character. Um, in this one, you're like every other, it's other episode or whatever, you switch between different guys. Um, like one, one actually map was as a, a mob guy who tried to quit the mob. And then the next map you played as one of these vigilantes. Then end up killing that mob guy. So there's like more of that. Uh, and then there's one, there's one part where this guy was, uh, he, he was like a reporter and he's like apparently a good guy. So you couldn't kill anyone. You could only like knock him down. So you couldn't pick up weapons and stuff. You could just basically had knock guys unconscious. Unless you straddle them, then you could bash their skulls in. But I think if you did that, it would change the end of the game. But, um, so it has some like new mechanics like that. But otherwise it's basically the same game. But I love the first one. So. I love so this if, one. You, if you if if you like the first one, it's more of more of that. Yeah, and uh, if you didn't if you didn't like it the first one, or you you were when you finished the first one, kind of like me, I was kind of like I was I'm, I'm done. Then the second one isn't really. It's not changing the game because I'm like ah, I, yeah I did that. Yeah, I'm it's done. not it's not if you didn't like yeah if you didn't want to play more of the original, there's no you're not going to want to play the second one. Other I mean I love the original one so. Hmm. All right. Good for me. Yeah. All right. Did you play anything else? Uh, I played, well, I was doing some research for one of our news stories, so I played uh, Transformers Battletech Tactics, I believe, which is a mobile game made by Dina Studios, Dina Corporation, Dina whatever the heck they are, or LLC, I don't know. Um, It's a Transformers uh, mobile game where you have a team of four Transformers that fights other teams of four Transformers, PvP. Is it like a MOBA? 
No, no, because there's no, there's no, uh, movement. It's like, you know, the Final Fantasy combat where, like, the four guys stand across from each other and you say, this guy attacks this guy. And then. Turn based. Yeah, turn based damage thing with no, like, cover or anything. Just, if my guy hits you better. You're right. My guy hits you better stuff. Yes. There's no skill involved, I'm trying to say. And you you loved it. Do you get to transform? That's the key. You Can do. You so you, if you transform, like uh, if you stay in robot form, it's a certain uh, set of attacks. If you transform, you get a, set in, a, set, a second set of attacks or defensive maneuvers. So like the jets get first strike. If you transform to a jet, they can attack first. Um, but they stay in robot form. They have more powerful attacks, I guess. Mm. I didn't play that much of it. I just kind of downloaded it and played around with it and beat, beat some guy that was probably a four-year-old and said, hey, I'm better than everyone else. Screw this. I'm not playing anymore. Nice. You know, always, I didn't, always I, leave on top. I did not play. I only did one online battle, and then I just didn't have time, or I was worried that it'd become something where I had to start buying shit to make my guys strong enough to win, so. Mm, pay to win. Yes. So I didn't play it. So that's all I've really been playing this week. What about yourself? Same stuff as last week, pretty much. Uh, last week, in the last episode, I talked about that I was playing City Skyline. Um, but, uh, it had soured me a little bit because I, I had fun playing it, but, uh, it, it was crashing on my computer, uh, even though I was not running into any computer issues. Um, I far out, you know, exceed the requirements needed to play the game. Maybe that's the problem. And I wasn't, uh, that far into it, so it wasn't like I had so much stuff going on that it was just crushing the system. It was, you know, first, uh, 30 minutes in and, um, you know, doing some research. It seemed like it was a very common thing. It seems like it was a bug uh, or not a, you know, an interaction with certain video cards. Uh, and last week we talked a little bit about how, uh, that had been one of those things where I said, Oh, I thought this was where we're done with all this, uh, type of stuff, going to forums and looking up fixes and, and adjustments for specific video cards and stuff and why I tend to lean towards consoles more because of taking the 30 minutes to go through and fiddle with your settings just to get the game to work when on the console, for the most part, not that it's been like that lately, you put in a game and it works. Um, and if it doesn't work, there you don't have any other options except for to wait for them to fix it. No backdoor, flipping around, changing your settings, going into this and that and the other thing. So, uh, I still haven't played it since then. Um, uh, just, I, they did release a patch, but it didn't mention anything about the issues that I had. There's a, a supposedly another patch out there, but it's, uh, I don't know if it's supported by them or not. And I don't really want to go screwing with a Steam install before, uh, when I've, I've only played a few minutes of a game and I don't really want to run it. Because it's it's a hard crash, like blue screen of death, restart your computer, crash, like really not what yeah. I want to do. So I'm kind of waiting a little bit to to screw around with that more. But it seemed fun, like um, you know, I played the 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 SimCity that came out last, and I was disappointed with that. And I was looking forward to one that was more like SimCity 2000. Um, and uh, it seemed like for the little I played, that it was it was definitely there. Uh, had uh, options and uh, to to do different types of um, you know you can do you can start off a small city but then you can actually buy land around it and make it bigger and it seems like you can make some pretty large cities and you know had a, a decent uh, water system and power system that seemed pretty straightforward uh, right did, you know you didn't have to connect to each house or something like that so um, I'm interested to play some more if. It, it gets its shit together. And then I was uh, playing... I've been playing Lego games lately. And Still? <laughs> I don't know why. Because... I, I, I don't know. One, I like... I, I like collecting stuff, as you've probably heard on this podcast before. So the games are kind of fun to do that. Yay, collect stuff. pieces. But... I, I came to a, re- a revelation uh, while I was playing uh, the newest Batman Lego game. So you can collect these studs, and you can buy characters, and you can buy red bricks. To red bricks, they they're like little, almost like in-game cheats. So you can like collect more studs for every one stud you ca- collect, and modifiers like so. You like to collect small. studs? Yeah, sure. I'm all about yeah. studs. Um, so 
so those things, you have to have certain heroes or characters that can do certain things, you know, magnetic power or whatever. Um, so you go through and you collect the, you want to collect the characters so you can collect more characters, etc. And the interesting thing I found is that as long as I had story missions left, I still want to do all the collecting, but I completed the story missions and they give you some of the characters that you need are right at the end of right. the, the story. So there's tons of other stuff still to do, but I felt no motivation to do it anymore. Not that the story was good or I was interested in it at all. I was just like, uh, well, you know, I don't know if I want to go around and I don't know if I want to play this anymore. This is like and, the most adult thing you've ever said to me. Uh, so it was, uh, it finally was, I realized that open world games suck. They're not even open world really, but I was just like, I don't know if I want to play this anymore. Uh, I want to, gonna play something else. And what? Really? Instead of running around collecting dog tags on the ground and, no, I still might go back. And, I, I still might go back. But, uh, mm. uh, so now I'm literally at a point where I was looking at my list of games and thinking, what should I start next? So, uh, we gotta start something new and, uh, I don't know what I want to do. I was trying to decide also between, uh, do I go and play some Xbox One games? Like, what? I, no. I can play Rise or the Halo Collection, play every single Halo, uh, game. Cause I don't I, think the Halo Collection works yet, does it? Uh, the multiplayer has issues. The single player is fine. Well, see, if you're going to do the Halo thing, we should just play through, uh, the whole thing together. Do you have it? Well, if you were going to do it, then I could get it. So, yeah, so I was thinking about doing that because I've, I've only played like, I played like maybe most of two and then some, a little bit of three, but I never played four. And what about one? I don't, I think I only played multiplayer of one. I'm not sure I played one, like played it through. So I just want to sit down and play them all. I'm just Yeah, I, only, I played one drunk, so I don't know anything about one. Yeah, and so then, I just want to sit down, you know, and I, I got, you got off all four of them there, play all four through all the way, and they say the ones have the better cinematics and all this stuff, and then be in a good shape, ready for five. Okay, because you're, you're excited about five then. No, but. Alright. Maybe, so, I, I don't know. So it's, we should do like, uh, everyone, someone should write into the podcast at Throwing Controllers and suggest some games for you to play? N- no. No, he just ignore them anyhow? Yeah, because I'm probably gonna do Shadow of Mordor next. Well, that's probably the best decision you ever make. There's some, yeah, collectible, I don't, there's some collectibles there too, and you can hundred percent that also. Yeah, I just if uh, it's like Dark Souls, I'm gonna just turn it off. It's not like Dark Souls at all. Okay, I don't have to turn it off. It's not even close to like Dark Souls. That's weird. Because I don't have to turn it off. I, I get you. So you like Dark Souls? Is what you're saying? No, it's too like. Everyone's like, oh, the controls seem shitty after, unless you play it for six hours, and then you totally like, I like the shitty controls. And I'm like, I'm not playing a game for six hours so that I can maybe like it. Yeah. No, I agree. There was a, wasn't one of the Final Fantasies like that, too. It was like, the game is really good after 18 hours. 13 uh, doesn't open up until, like, I think it's like 30 hours in. Yeah. But that's stupid. Did I played get, it. I know, because you're an idiot. Well, I play, I play, try to play all the Final Fantasies. I know, because you're an idiot. Speaking of Final Fantasy games, Worst you know you games can play ever. the you can play uh the Final Fantasy 15 demo, previously called Final Fantasy Versus 13. Uh, you can play it now if you buy Final Fantasy Type Zero. I'm pretty excited. I'm running out the door right now to do that. Well, people are actually selling the keys on eBay, and people are buying them. So that's how stupid people are. They say it's about a five-hour demo. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, it's your yeah. It's bags again. That's five hours of boredom. You're a bunch of uh, gentlemen with uh, very fancy hair, um, and you have a car uh, you can drive around in. Um, and you're uh, going to attack giant beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say attack, do you mean stand there on the screen and I like slice some menu items and stuff happens? No, it's there's none of that. It's all active. Um, it doesn't even doesn't even need. You're walking around. You run into something. You start a fight. It's all like active. Like I can dodge. Yeah, you can dodge. You can parry uh, a bunch of stuff. And then after it's done, it's not even like uh, it doesn't cut to another screen. It just up and just in the middle just gives a little bit of like, hey, this is what you got for like XP or something like that. But it doesn't pause anything. You can just keep running. So uh, it's very fluid. 
So you're saying it's actually an action adventure game this time? It seems much more action, but it definitely has your uh, RPG tropes. Like, um, but you have to go to a camp. GRP. to rest and when you go to a camp that's when you actually level up so all the XP you collect and stuff like that then you level up there uh, uh, I, I actually prefer that but so um, yeah, I don't know if, it seems, if it's actually I'm not, not a standard JRPG fighting style maybe I'll check it out uh, Yeah, I don't know it's just uh, it, it, it seems less what I want <laughs> but more what maybe other people want. Like you, you like menu systems and Excel sheets, and I do. I want more like Final Fantasy X. I want more like boredom. Stop, attack. What do you want to do next? Yeah, I like that because <laughs> you have no taste in the world. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you want to run around collecting shit too? So you still playing Far, Far Cry Four probably? Uh, no, I haven't played that in a few, few weeks. Ooh, that's pretty surprising. I, I mean, I did beat it, but, um, uh, so you can, you can play that Final Fantasy if you want to, that, 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 the 15 coming out, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to get it. I'm going to play it, but, uh, the, yep. the gentlemen look extremely Japanese. It looks ex- extremely Japanese, uh, like the way their hair is and outfits. They yeah. Look like they should be in a shitty band. I, I was, uh, there was a, a comparison of whatever the last Final Fantasy's demo was to the resulting game. And it was like, surprisingly how different everything changed between the demo and the release. That happens. So like, even what you're seeing in this demo, don't take it as like, the best thing. I imported, um, the Final Fantasy movie from Japan because it came with the demo for Final Fantasy 13, and this was long, this was many years ago. Uh, so I got the demo for Final Fantasy 13 is all in Japanese months before even it came out here or anything. And, uh, I was actually kind of disappointed when I played the demo. It was not what I wanted. You should probably stay there and been disappointed. But I did end up playing yeah. all the way through it. And then, wasting your time. Yeah, they they came out with several sequels, blah 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 blah. Um, enough Final Fantasy, yeah, um, there and, and stuff like that. With all the news, you know, in the month of March, is going on just so much news. You know, you just if you had to pick a few topics, is there anything you would want to discuss? I'll start off with a nice easy topic for you. Okay, easy topic. Sounds great. Uh, so you know, November's coming around in. Five months or something? Right. November, right around the corner. Yeah, big game titles usually come at that time. Got it, yeah. There's also a big hardware release happening that t- in uh, November. Oh, is there? Yeah. What Steam is controller is being released in November. Ah, well, I've only, I haven't used the most recent iteration. I used the one where it still had the two touchpads. Well, it still does have the two touchpads. Uh, but they, they've added the, there's a thumbstick, um, and the buttons. Uh, the X, Y, Z buttons, whatever. Y, X, A, B well, buttons, I guess. I but, can't wait to not buy that because... Yeah. Right now it's, uh, it's at forty nine ninety nine. just in case anyone who's interested out there. Um, so when you play games on the PC, do you typically use a controller or do you use keyboard and mouse? Yes. So both? Yes. So it depends on the game. So, like, Batman, the Batman titles, I use a controller. Um, it was designed to be played with a controller, right? But any first-person shooter, I'm going to use a keyboard and mouse. Well, it's uh, yeah. Like, but for Hot Mel- Hotline Miami, I originally went into it saying, the first one I didn't have, I actually just finally got a controller for my PC this year or something. So I uh, went and tried to play with the controller, and I could not beat the first level because of the inaccuracy of the controller. Mm. So I went back to mouse and keyboard and, like, this road, you know, toasted through it. So... I probably would prefer mouse and keyboard for my games, but if it's like Batman, it's definitely a controller game. Any fighting game is a controller game, you know. So, so on your PC, do you use an Xbox controller? Yeah, 360 one, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that way I have five of them because I have all the old ones, you know. Right. So friends come over and stuff. Um, I might, if depending on how I feel in November, I could maybe see myself trying out one of these controllers. Um just so I don't have to use a stupid dongle to make the 361 talk. Yeah. But, 
I heard you love dongles anyway, so. Yeah, that's right. You do have dongle city. But that must mean also that the, the Steam machines must be coming out. Well, haven't they been kind of coming out? <laughs> well, they keep on showing ones and stuff, but they never really, like, uh, announced a date or anything like that. I don't think I'm going to get one of those. They'd have to come up with something that was oh. more more universal and, and whatnot, and, and it only plays Linux games, and I'm just not going to. Yeah. No. Well, there's also, apparently, there's another big November release by Valve. Mm-hmm. Steam Link. What is Steam Link? It transports your games from your PC to your TV. Ah. Simply connect Steam Link to your TV and home network and then access your full library of games in the complete Steam catalog from the best seat in your house. They should use the the term that Sony came up with for something transferring. Transferring. That's funny. So yeah, that's basically a streaming box that will stream the game that's being played on your PC to your TV. Mm. Transferring. Make up words. That's how you sell Well, words. you know what else is supposed to come out this holiday season from Steam? Uh, or or Valve. Life 3? No, the, the Valve VR system, they announced that they were going to shoot for this holiday season. Right. That's right. That's true. The, the Valve branded HTC. Yeah, Steam VR, is, I think is the name of it. And this week, Valve um, marketing boss added that the price will be a higher price point and will come down over time as virtual reality becomes more popular. So if you're looking to be one of the early adopters for the virtual reality here and you're going to get the VR headset coming out, uh, it sounds like that first headset is going to be uh, pretty uh, pricey. Well, uh, so Steam VR is not just a headset either. Um, mm-hmm. Take that in consideration because there is two cameras, I think, uh, that you have to mount to because it, it detects the stuff in your room. Well, and also does head tracking. Yeah, but these are like when I say can't. This is not like a a web camera that you you plug into USB. These are like full like security camera size cameras. These are like. They, uh, they're supposed to I do don't... similar to what the Connect does to send out the infrared yeah. kind of uh, grids. Yeah. So. You're not just buying the VR. Like, so if you compare it to the Oculus, when you buy the Oculus, all you get is the Oculus, right? Um, if you pay that, but you can pay extra money to get their head tracking camera and pay extra money to get their, uh, 3D headset thing too. So I think he's just preempting the, hey, don't compare us just to an Oculus Rift. Cause we're more than just that. So since this will be the first one that comes out, I know you have the uh, one of the early beta Oculus uh, dev kits. Would you go out and buy a retail version of this when it first comes out, or are you going to wait to see who else launches some stuff, or what are your thoughts on virtual reality in general? Well, my thoughts on virtual reality is uh, it's stupid. Really? Wow. I think it has its place. I think if 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 it's uh, done right, I think it will be it be it'll be, it will be I, really neat. But I'm not sure it is a. It's not going to replace consoles. So you were alive in the '90s, I believe, right? I was alive in the '90s. Yeah, you remember when they had uh, this thing called virtual reality in the '90s, and all these head-mounted displays and all these like devices you could stand in and walk around, and you're in. Ah, I, but I think they didn't have the processing power. They didn't have the resolution. They no. didn't have. Uh, they didn't. I mean, just think about gaming in general. They didn't really do a lot of like testing on comfort or anything it was just it was literally like a little you know it was not great i think the but every time anyone talks about vr now that you can have exact parallels of all the things that they did in the 90s that they're doing now when it comes to the headset comes to the devices people like oh you need to wear a suit to like for controls like all the stuff that's we've tried in the 90s and it failed they're trying again. Well, I'm always um, willing to try again. I'm to you know, me, yeah. I know video else games, I did that with video did, games did crash too when they tried again. In uh, 3D, uh, they did 3D uh, movies back in the day for like a gimmick, and then now it's just no one cares about 3D movies yet again. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be the same thing. Like, will be awesome for like three years, and then people just won't care anymore. Well, you, you never know until I don't have to wear something on my head. I don't think it's going to take off. Until you don't have to wear something on your head? Yeah. What are they going to do? Shoot it into your cornea? 
Well, that's what if uh, anyone who wrote read Snow Crash, that's the description that they use. It's, it's like a tiny laser that can actually shoot in, like tracks your eyes and can shoot in down your retina and make you see what you're seeing without ever having to wear a, a helmet or anything. That sounds fantastic. Why don't I should just get a port in the back of my head and plug it in there? Yes, yeah, sure, that's fine. Have something linked directly to my octal oct- opt to the nerve in my eyeball. Uh, it's the same. Right, right now, putting the stupid Oculus thing on my face to play video games is more is not worth the payback I get in those video games. Right, well, we'll see what they're uh, we'll like see what I've, they got. And the people I give it to the test with, they're like always like, "Oh, this is really cool." And then five minutes later, like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Let's go back to regular gaming. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to replace I would them. Love Maybe it. there'll be some, some different options there. I would love the holodeck. Just yeah, that's, the holodeck. that's never going to happen in your lifetime. I, I'm immortal, dude. Oh, okay. Well, then it will happen in your lifetime. Yeah, it's just not other people's lifetimes. You can't prove okay. to me that I'm not immortal, so. Sure, sure. That makes complete sense. It's true. Well, I know you're a huge fan of Microsoft. I would dare say you might be a fanboy, mm-hmm. but Microsoft has released some surveys out saying, hey, is anybody interested in Alan Wake Xbox One remaster? And I said to myself, no. You know who liked Alan Wake? Case liked Alan Wake. Yes, I did. And would Case want an Alan Wake remake? No. So I'm guessing the majority of people don't want an Alan Wake. But. I just don't like it because I don't. Why waste the time doing a remake and just make a game? Make a new game. I don't like remakes in general. I don't think we should have had a Last of Us remake. I don't think we should have. I don't think the Halo Chief collection was worth the time and effort. So you're saying Quantum Break should make something new instead of either doing this or outsourcing it? So you mean you mean Remedy? Quantum Break is the name of a game. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I mean, yeah. Remedy, Quantum Break. I don't know why I was thinking. I was just thinking of their newest game. Yes, I understand. No, I, no, I just feel that I, I don't care. I'll, I can play Alan Wake right now on my PC, and it looks awesome. So I don't need him to go and make a newer, higher res version. I mean, I'll I'll go play in the original Max Payne from the 1990s. That could be wrong. The 2000s. I don't remember when Max Payne came out. <laughs> For whenever it came out with his old pixelated styling, and I will love it. I will play Half-Life 1, and I love it, even though it's 1999 graphics. Like, so a good game they, is not because of graphics. Good games because it's a good game. If they announced an Alan Wake 2, which they have not, yes. would you be excited? Well, there wasn't Alan Wake 2. Mm, it wasn't really an Alan Wake 2. There was Alan Wake, and then there was Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Yeah. That wasn't 2. That was, it was a follow-up download only. Yeah, it was like uh, I really wouldn't call it two. It's uh, it doesn't have two in it. <laughs> Damn it! I hate when sequels don't tell you right on the box it's a mm-hmm. sequel. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Alan Wake games, so I'd love to play more games in that universe. Does it have to be about Alan Wake? No, but that same style of gameplay. What if they threw it in with their new game? I still still waste of time. Mm. I mean, like the only thing. The only reason I would want someone to do something like this is if it's a game that's hard to play currently. So, like, when Grim Fandango did a remake of it, it wasn't just because it got better, you know, graphics. It was because I can finally play it now, because you couldn't play the original Grim Fandango anymore. Because it was built on old systems that just don't run. So, that makes sense to me. But Alan Wake is five years old at best, maybe six, I don't remember anymore. 2010. Yeah, so it's not... There's no need for it. I can play that game on my 360 if I want, on my PC if I want. Like, make it backwards compatible then for Xbox One somehow. You don't have to upgrade the graphics. Just make it run on the Xbox One if you want to. Uh, but why just go waste the time upgrading graphics? I don't know. I don't know. How about um, you? Nah, I don't is there, know. Is there I, any I, game out there that you'd want them to remake? That's five years old. I wanted them to remake Final Fantasy X. They did that, and so I'm good. Yeah, I can't believe you like Final Fantasy. <laughs> so, not... Wait. What? Well, I was going to say, speak, speaking of, so oh. talking about these game things. So, I don't know if you saw this, but someone put um, Big Hero 6 characters in Street Fighter. Saw that, yeah. Yeah, um, which Big Hero 6 was a Disney movie out last year, won an Emmy for Best Animation. Uh, it's also based on a Marvel 
comic book. Anyhow, I was just wondering if there's a Street Fighter game game out there. Like someone came to you and said, "What character should we have in this? What would you want in your Street Fighter game?" Well, I don't play street, I don't play fighters first of all. But if it was a Street Fighter game, I don't know. Uh, uh, the guys from Double Dragon. <laughs> That's kind of funny that you picked another video game. Why not? I don't know. Just find it funny. Cool. Um, Double Dragon guys would be cool. Um, maybe um, see if we're going in the world of movies. Um, how about the Terminator? All right, that'd be pretty badass. He's a little slow, but he can take a hit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And as, pretty, as he gets hit, the skin comes skin off. Comes off. Yeah, that'd be yeah. actually pretty cool looking. I was just like, it'd be almost like doing the um, Expendables, but like with the '80s characters. Yeah. So she played. Like Rambo, Rambo and stuff. Would, Rambo would be in there. Get Commando or whatever Schwarzenegger's character's name was from Commando. Cobra. Um, yeah, Cobra and GI Joe, Snake yeah. Eyes. Um, like so 80s who, Street Fighter. Yeah. Who would you have? No, Op- to, Optimus Prime. <laughs> I was wondering if I'd like a a, a Transformer based uh, fighter, but I don't think I would because like I find whenever these combat games like that, they the transforming becomes no reason to do it. Like, why would you transform into a car if you're in a fist fight? You know. Um, because you could run bitches over. Yeah. Um, what would I do? See, I didn't have to think. I would have to think. I'd have naked ladies with boob physics. Uh, all right, dead or alive. Boob physics. Yeah, dead or alive. You could do like uh Atari video games or something like that. <laughs> like all these like pixelated characters. That'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, did you see that the Adam Sandler uh, trailer came out this week? I did see that. For pixels? Looks, it looks great. Oh, so funny. How much? So good. I- Donkey Kong. Oh my God. I was like, yes, finally someone has realized Donkey Kong the way I wanted to do it. Give some people some background on this. So, well, the full background is a lot, uh, a few years ago, a guy made, uh, like a little small short film called Pixels where the, the 80s, Maybe early '90s video game characters came to life, kind of thing, and was attacking New York City, and it was all like 3D pixelated monsters and destroying the world. Everything they touched basically would just, you know, fall apart to pixels. Well, apparently Adam Sandler got the rights to that short film, and he's making a movie where the premise of the movie is, you know, how we sent that space shuttle out in the '80s with like all the record of humanity as a peace token to any alien life out there. Um. Well, one of the things we had on there were our video games from the 80s. So when the aliens got it, they, that's how they attacked us, was with our nostalgia of 80s video games. So thus, the reason he mentions Donkey Kong, Pac-Man Make, is in it. Makes sense. And uh, so they all look like 3D edit, uh, pixelated monsters. And then Adam Sandler and a few other characters who I don't know all the actors' names off the top of my head right now, are like pro gamers that get hired to try to defeat these pixelated alien monsters that are attacking Earth. Summer blockbuster. And in the trailer, uh, the I don't know if... It, uh, the, I highly doubt it's the real creator of Pac-Man, but they have a guy that's like, oh, I was a creator of Pac-Man. He starts talking to the fake Pac-Man about like, you're my child. I know you're not really violent. And then Pac-Man eats him. That laughs. And that's, it sounds like it's going to get laughs. The way they're going to defeat Pac-Man, by the way, is that they got four... Uh, Mini Coopers of the colors of the ghosts, and those are the ghosts that have to chase Pac-Man. Because that's how product placement works, and that's that's how Pac-Man works. You just have to run him the fuck over. Yeah, I'm not sure why they have to be the same color. Couldn't you just use a tank? I I, I don't know. It's horrible. It looks so bad. It's like a well, barrel. Barrel can't hurt you. Sorry. Well, all they need to do is throw a do a barrel roll. In there, and it is gold. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. So, we'll be there opening night, waiting in line. Yeah, I'm going to cosplay Sweet. Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Worst cosplay ever. It's going to be awesome. Just going to go, <laughs> the whole time. Well, that's kind of like what it's like talking to you, anyhow. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a conversationalist. Mm, you're something. Well, you know what else is coming back? And we talked about this a little bit last week, but Rock Band 4 is coming. 
Yay, got some more plastic in my room. And get they, some more plastic in my they room. announced that it will obviously be on the Xbox One and the PS4. It's going to be 1080p, 60 frames per second, bitches. Wait, they were able to make colored squares fall down the screen at 60 frames per second? You know this. Holy shit, they, those guys must be awesome developers. Hey, I'm I am actually ready for a new rock band. I'm actually a little excited. I'm I'm ready. I will buy it. I'm gonna play it. I hate you. Gonna play it. You gonna be good. Everything in this world would be so sad. Rock band, Final Fantasy, the world's great. I think so, we're not the same type of gamer. Oh, we definitely are. You just don't know it yet. I can't wait to pretend to know how to play guitar again. Well, you know what's making people pretty sad? Okay, why is this making them pretty sad? Nintendo is going to be doing mobile. Yeah, they, I have a Nintendo DS in my pocket. No, they're going to make noble mobile games for the phone. No, Mobile notable games? Mobile noble. Oh, what kind, for which phone? Um... I think all of them. <laughs> no, wait. So Nintendo's actually making mobile games? Well, no. They have a deal. Oh. A company. Oh, what company is that? You, you referenced earlier. Yeah. Dela? Dela? I don't know how to pronounce their stupid D-N-A? name. D-N-A? I don't know. It's D-E-N-A. Yeah, but it's weird because it's like capital D, lowercase E, capital N-A. Yeah. It's like the Ouya when we first learned about that. It was Ouya. We didn't know how to say yeah. that either. Oh, wait. It's <laughs> Apparently, it's pronounced D-N-A. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's stupid. It was founded in 1999. Well, anyways, they're going to decide that they are going to do some um, smartphone games. Yeah, this is great. I I just, I found out something about DNA that would make you happy. But you can continue. I'll I'll bring it up. They're they're shitty? No. You know what game they, they made their names on? What game? I got us. That game sucks. You know, Pirate Bash. Anyway, so what do, what do you, Carnival. What do you, what would you want to see from Pocket D- Grid Lightning? DNA and Nintendo. Would you want to see, would you just want to see Super Mario Brothers? Or, no. or, or you think you want to see new IPs? I want to see. Battle Master, Master Blaster, Master Blaster, Mobile. Right, Master Bader, got it. What's that called? Is it Master Blaster? Master Blaster, got it, Mobile. All right. Spy versus Spy Mobile. Um, I'm trying to think of all well, NES games that I used to play that don't exist. The crux of this deal is that the games will use Nintendo's properties, and they were basically supposed to be new games for smartphones and smartphones and tablets that will use Nintendo's characters. And there so, if you can tell by what DNA's ever released, there's going to be some kind of card collecting game. Got it, yeah. With trading cards and stuff where you can. Awesome. Those cards might be like, can be used to fight other cards. Mm hmm. Um, where you can buy, you know, you can buy more cards and, you know, there's some rare cards that you have a chance to get. Um, there'll probably be some games like a tower defense game, probably. So, we look for that. Maybe it's like... Well, we haven't had one of those on mobile in a long time. Maybe it's like all the um, Goombas are like running towards you and you have to have a tower defense build up. Uh, that's all I got for you. <laughs> awesome. Wait, I'm trying to figure out what other type of games they, play, they actually uh, build. Um, Sh- shitty ones? Uh, well, remember they also made... Uh, Monster Match. It's a puzzle adventure game. Mm. Basically, any of the Transformer games they made, which all suck. I mean, they're fine, whatever. But, alright, if, in real honesty, what would I want if it wasn't DNA making a mobile Nintendo game? Is that the real question we're trying to ask here? Yeah, well, what would you, if, on my what phone? Would you want to see? Yeah. I want somebody to make a game I don't know if this is something Nintendo would even do, but something that's like uh, the Kyra Warriors from back in the day, or Jackal. Mm, okay. Like that like top-to-bottom scrolling thing where you had like 
almost like a 1942, but yeah. also type of uh, thing. Yeah, but like the forty two is more flying. It's more like you're a guy running on the ground and you can play with other people, but there's like jeeps you can jump into and jump out of. I, like am, I, I hear you saying a jackal type game. Yeah, yeah, jackal type game. Yeah, I just feel like any game, even that on a mobile, the controls are the issue because you have to have some kind of like invisible stick and then you have your thumbs on the screen and then yeah. it's just shitty because it's blocking it. It's like if they released a new, um, a new jackal game that kind of looked like the old one that was a downloadable game. That'd be cool. I'd buy that, but yeah. it, not on, on, not on the phone would be even better. Well, you know, you can always use the Nvidia shield. That's a quality piece of merchandise. <laughs> was there any other news from Nintendo after they announced this uh, partnership? Yeah, you know, it seems like if something big happened with Nintendo, we'd know about it. Yeah, you'd think that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The Wii U's going strong, as always, really selling a lot of units. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, here's something in small print here. Uh, Nintendo said they confirmed they're working on their next console. Ah, that's, that's nothing. No, that's not a big deal. I mean, their last two haven't been that great. So, yeah, so Nintendo actually did say their next console system, codenamed the NX. Oh, it's not the new Wii U? No, it's, well, it's the codename is NX. It's going to be called the Wii U 2. No, Wii U XL, new? Yeah, it's the new Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. The Wii U, U, U? Yeah, the new Wii U, U. Because they suck at naming their consoles. Apparently. Um, so it's right now it's called the NX, or maybe you're supposed to pronounce it as Nix, but I don't know, NX. Um, thought, so they're yeah, working I thought on it. pronounced next, but whatever. <laughs> well, it's NX, maybe it's supposed to be next. I don't know. Um, they have given zero details except for that they're working on it, obviously, to replace the aging Wii U console. Um, and a retailer in Australia, eBay, EB, EB Games in Australia, is already taking pre-orders for it. Oh, how much do my pre-orders cost? Uh, I think they're just, you know, you just standard put your little bit of money down. Oh, right. No prices. Uh, and then they, they're going to charge you a shitload later. <laughs> but there's literally no details about this at all. Uh, it could be... Uh, it could be a, a, a mobile thing. It could be a, a console. It could no. We know nothing about it yet, but it's not stopping people from trying to pre-order. Right, right. So if you were on the board of Nintendo decider maker guys, what would you want out of the next Nintendo console platform? I basically just want to re-release the NES. You want them to just re-release the NES? Yeah. With the same games, or? Well, over time, I mean, you'll start off with just 10 of the first games. Isn't that what they did with the virtual console? I guess so, but they didn't actually do full games, did they? I thought it was, like, only parts of the games. No, they did. You can buy full games on the virtual console. All right, there you go. Never mind. They don't need need anything anymore. So you don't want another Nintendo console? I don't have another Nintendo console. No, but you don't want them to make another one. I didn't even buy the Wii U. Well, if they're making this and you have say, what would make you buy it? Call it Nintendo PC OS, and then I'll just have an OS for my PC that runs Nintendo stuff. And then also send send it with a virtual reality helmet? No. So here's the things that... All right. Here's what it has to do. A has to plug into my TV. Okay. I think I think they've... They're working on that. Two, it should have a social networking aspect where I can find friends and manage friends really easy. That's really outside of Nintendo's ballpark, but that's mm-hmm. another important piece. That's about it. Oh, oh, and then it comes out with Nintendo World, which is an MMO with all Nintendo characters. Hmm. So what I would want is Hyper-realistic. I would want I would want like kind of like the 3DS you have now, yes. but you fold it up and it clicks into a base, uh, and so you, that base sits next to your TV, the charging station too. Yeah, and you can play games on there. But 
every time they develop a game, they make maybe a lower re- resolution version or a simpler version that can also play on the go. And you can decide from the interface which games will be on the portable unit, which one will be on the, the main thing, because the main thing will have the larger hard drive. And it would have, obviously, you know, components like you said, like internet capacities. But I want to be able to take that on the go uh, and plug it into things. And maybe even have the ability to have a cord that you just plug into it and plug into a TV. The base, you know, would stay someplace else. And, and that way I can play some games if I want to play it on a bigger TV. I could do that. But, you know, a lot of the core games, or more of the processing power for more detailed games would be in that base unit that you could keep at home type of thing. Um because I like the idea of, you know, being able to take stuff on the go if I wanted to. But also, you know, I think that's really where Nintendo is thriving is in that mobile market. Not mobile, but the handheld. And uh, if they can just capitalize almost making that where people can take that on the go, I think that would... Uh, so, really what you're describing was is the Neo Geo system that came out, what, two years ago? Yeah, but that didn't have... It doesn't have Nintendo behind it. Well, I know I get that, but I'm saying this, that system had like a base that sat next to your TV that you plugged it into, and you could play the games on the TV, and then you could pull that thing out and carry it with you and play the games on the handheld. So um, I, it's yeah, kind of like it's basically like taking the next step with the Wii U, where that big controller is actually like a portable controller. Kinda. Yeah. No, it's it's a fine idea. It's a fine idea, he says. Fine idea. It's a That's fine why. idea. Idea. Well, Case, this week, is there anything else that was going on that might top that Nintendo news? Not really, but I bet you Nintendo 360, I mean, Nintendo, wait, what am I saying? Nintendo Microsoft, 360? Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft and Sony are probably also making a new console. Yeah, probably, but yeah. again, it seems like Nintendo is off-cycle. I know, I know, I get that. It could but be good or bad. I'm just, this, this, next, this current gen of consoles have not impressed me enough to care. Hmm. What happens if Nintendo comes up with a console that like crushes any PC out there and it's for a reasonable price? It's got it's like all... it's got like twelve i sevens in it. It's got like sure, it's like the most badass thing that's ever existed. It ha- it's, yeah, it has like, like thirty thirty three thousand like, RAM. It's like two hundred bucks though somehow, and it's like yeah. insane. Yeah, it There's can one one important detail though. The government uses it for nuclear simulations. It's got to have the games. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, Nintendo does have some games out there. They're just, they're not aimed at, uh, maybe our demographic. No, I mean, I, I just spent the last two weeks beating Mario Brothers and Zelda games. It's just, um, I also like my first person shooters and I like my violence and I like my creativities and games, which Nintendo doesn't seem to have allowances for them. They have some, but they're like so rare that, like, it makes their systems feel like a kitty machines versus, Something I want to own. Well, maybe they'll step it up with their. Maybe this would be Nintendo XXX. With their 37 i7s in there. Japanese porn all day long. All right. Well, well, you know what time it is then. If news is over, it's time for Cases Toy Minute. Brought to you by Bats. Bats. So uh, this week's Cases Toy Minute brought to you by Bats. Um, want to talk about action figures a little bit more because you and I were looking at an article that was listing out the best uh, Optimus Prime action figures and uh, you know it's on some guy's choice some guy's choice and so that brought up the topic if you case had the ability to design your own action figure and it could be of any character out there what character would it be? What features would you want it to have? And what would be the price point? Well, price point free. Oh, well, no, you're 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 the company making it. Well, I'll tell them they make it free. Then your company's going to go out of business. No, my company should somehow figure out how to make it, so it costs us nothing to make it. All right. Well, it's going to have a lot of it's going to have a lot of uh, in in transforming transactions like oh do you do you want to transfer back into a truck well pay 14.99 and transfer now or wait 24 uh, do you hours. want do you want more uh, ammo for that fake gun all so, right 
What character, I guess? Let's start there. Well, that's just a hard thing to say, what character I want, because that's not a possible question, answer. It's impossible. It's impossible. So, um, what I'll say, because I know you're kind of already hinting at that it would be a Transformer, which I don't know if that would be true if I spent more time thinking about it, but I kind of want somebody to go, redo, well, it might even be a Transformer, but that whole, uh, and for those that don't know about it, I'll try to explain more, but the Jetfire from the 1980s Jetfire Transformers, which is really a Robotech plane that they kind of repurposed to be I, a Transformer. I like Robotech. So it could be either it's a new Robotech or it's a new Jetfire. Either way around it. Um, the reason I like this guy so much was, A, the actual plane version looked badass, but when he transformed it, all these like extra parts that were part of the plane actually had purpose on his body. And added this awesome styling to him. But again, it was more because it's a Robotech, you know, character versus just a Transformer character. Um, the first thing though on designing the new Robotech Jetfire guy is A, it has to be die cast. So that's, it's metal. Yes. Well, it's metal with some plastic, but yeah. So that's a lot of the, a lot of the toys from us older generation were die cast when we were kids. Uh, a lot of Transformers were die cast. And it was awesome. You can really wang someone in the head with it. Yeah. It also just made it feel like more hefty and not this like piece of plastic crap. It felt like a real robot. Yeah. Um, I think because of the age I'm at though, posability is important. Um, and like I think then that, uh, there's a masterpiece line in Transformer world nowadays where like every, finger in the hand is movable and most joints have multiple ways of articulation. Thank you. I was trying to think of that word. Um, and you know, even like the ankles. So like, you know, actually like posing with their legs, like spread out differently, um, and in different like attack formations and stuff. That'd be pretty badass. Um, and I think the one thing that I like, I loved it back in the day, but I was always bad at it. I love when uh, the decals were like separate from the, toy and you had to like put your own decals on really i hated that no but see i think i hated it but i liked it because nowadays you'll get some uh transformers that have like some stuff painted on but they limit it so it's usually just like three solid colors and that's it so there's no diversity in the in the look of them where if there was a little bit more either either you focus more on painting them more detailed during creation or have stickers that i can put on or something better than stickers, which I don't know what that would be, but some way of making them a little more artistic, I guess, would be the word. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's my big ones. And then what you need to do is you add some little light gun to him that interacts with your TV. And then you make a cartoon. And if I shoot him at the right time during the cartoon and it calculates everyone else's shooting at the right time, it figures out if we hit our target and then the cartoon changes based on all the choices we make. I think that sounds stupid. <laughs> there was a game, there was a show like that in the 90s or 80s. I forget what the name of the show was. It was like a little like spaceships you had and you held the, it was like a plane and you held the plane in your hand with a trigger and you had to like shoot at the right time to save the pilot. It was like a light gun. Yeah, that sounds stupid. Yeah. All right, so you, you, it would be a, it would be a robot with a plane with a lot of articulation made of metal how big would it be uh you know like four class of, four class size is that like the size of a water bottle what is it uh forearm size we'll say that's pretty fucking big yeah that's not bad you can't really play with that you can what do you do do you only play with small things that's, that's what your, your mom said i don't think so sir no but no that's a good size like I have three Transformers right next to me right now that are that size it's not as big as you think it is oh it seems pretty big like I think I so I have the Metroplex which is three feet tall now that's too big that's definitely something you just like transform and put in the corner and watch mm. just wait for it to come alive and kill you I just would want something super detailed well that's what the masterpieces are and then maybe maybe it had a button where it could automatically transform. Like no, does that not work? I hate those. They, so they try to do that every ten years. They release these like one button transforming transformers, 
And basically what it is, I mean, this is, so it goes against your detailed part, but this is like, um, usually it's like the three things. Yeah. Like the legs are like kind of like the undercarriage. And so they just unfold, but then the legs are solid. So you can't like bend them at the knees or anything. No, I wanted like something like a super complicated transform that would take you a long time to do it by hand. So if you do it with this automatic, it can do multiple steps at once. So it's like, you know, it makes all those noises too. That'd be very crazy if they could make that happen. Plus, you'd probably be a millionaire. And then, and then, it, and then it says roll out. All right. So it's also it's also Optimus Prime, I guess. Sure. I would if I was gonna make action figure, I want it to be a robot. It doesn't have to be a transformer, but I think robots are pretty awesome. Well, the only reason transformers are awesome is because you get either you have a robot or you have some vehicle. Or two both. for one, man. Two for one. Robot vehicle. Yeah. With lasers. I wouldn't mind like really accurate um, Marvel Comics guys though. But action figure guys yeah. or yeah, I mean, yeah action figures. Action figures. They, I mean, remember that um, I sent you that Deadpool that was like a three hundred dollar Deadpool action figure that's like really oh. badass. Mm-hmm. They even like have word bubbles that like attached to them. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a problem when you get the hyper detail. They cost way too much. Like I would, not, I don't want to. My my jet fire would probably be like seventy nine ninety nine. That's what I would think it would run at. Mm. Your thing would probably be like three one, like two ninety nine. I don't know. I would oh. never buy that much for a toy. With with automatic transforming, it'd probably be like five ninety nine. It would have to it would have to be more than just a toy for me to pay that much for it. It would have to do something. It transforms automatically. I don't but it would have to do something else. It also streams Netflix? Sure. That would work out good. <laughs> Something it has to do something else. It's actually like projects on a large screen projector out of its eyes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> something, something. Maybe just it's a Raspberry Pi too, so I can program, program it, to it do something. I don't know. How are your Raspberry Pi programming adventures going? I. It's such a pain in the ass. They do. They. It is not made for people that are just want to dabble in it. You have to kind of really dig in there. Oh yeah, sure. Just, just, just write some code. Like, oh, of what? I don't know how to just do this. See, I can't remember. Was it? Was it? I want to say Phantom. That's what it is. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. The code is written in most oh. of the stuff. Oh, I don't know. I, I I never wrote anything for Raspberry Pi. Shark? No, I don't know. Something like that. I can't. <laughs> oh. So I see you've got you've gotten really deep into it. I don't know. It's confusing as fuck. Yes. Welcome to It's my all life. flashing OSs onto a smart flash drive. I don't know. Try not to destroy your life. See? Now you know how it works. Love it. No, I'm going to make some visual GUI interface programming system. You just drop color boxes like Tetris pieces. And they're all bits of code in the background and make it do things you want. Like Mindstorm. Lego Mindstorm. Lego Mindstorm was a way to, you could program robots to, you create the robots, move them, but they had like, the programmable bits on the thing were like, you know, move 360 degrees. Yeah, there's also something called, you know, Scratch. Don't know what that is. Alright. It's another visual programming tool. Can I just yell at my computer and make it do things? Like, I want this thing to do a crazy dance. And then well, if you bought the Kinect, you could. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Case, since the gaming minute is over, the toy minute, minute. is over, everything takes a minute. You know what time it is. To say goodbye? It's time for Case's Words of Wisdom Minute. <laughs> seconds. Don't you have to do the closing part of this so people know where to send the email addresses to podcasts? Sure. If you want to write in and tell Case that his words of wisdom are shit, you can send an email to throne control. No, wait, wait. Podcast at thronecontrollers.com. I am so drunk today. Podcast at thronecontrollers.com. And we'll read that. And uh, maybe if you send in a good word of wisdom, Case will read that as the word of wisdom. But he probably won't because he doesn't take advice from anybody. 
I don't. It's true. So, send your emails to podcastthronecontrollers.com. Case. Yes. What is your words of wisdom? <laughs> There's monsters everywhere, so never be afraid. There's monsters everywhere, so never be afraid. Seems completely opposite. If I knew there was monsters ever, I think I would always be afraid. But I guess it's all about the stiff upper lip with Case. Cheerios. Cheerio. Well, with that, I would like to say cheerio that I've been Bats. I've been Case. And we are out. Peace.